Welcome back, everyone, <laughs> to a new episode of the Rich Marriage Podcast. My wife just shushed me because we're trying to do this one without the baby waking up. <laughs> That's the life of parents of four children. Yeah. Well, and because she's, what, five months now? Mm-hmm. And um, we don't leave her anywhere. <laughs> Yeah. She's too little to be left with. I mean, she's not too little. With like grandma and auntie. We could leave her, but... There's too many children to be <laughs> living with grandma and auntie. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, my name is Moises Rico, a.k.a. Papi Rico, like my wife likes to call me. And this is my beautiful wife. Hi, guys. Brenda Rico. She never says her name, but yeah. that's her name. It's just me. <laughs> you didn't call me by my name. of his wife. Mrs. Rico. You called Mrs. Rico. So this episode is going to be somewhat of a continuation of the last one. Mm-hmm. About communication. Because I know in the last one we covered several topics that did kind of cover the communication topic. But communication is... Yeah. Communication alone in a relationship. Is important. Like everybody knows that. Everybody yeah. knows, oh, communication is key. Communication is key. But I think, like, what we were never taught is, like, what what kind of communica- communication? Mm-hmm. Like, how deep and... Yeah, like, how do you, like, how do you communicate mm-hmm. with your husband or wife? Mm-hmm. How? Yeah, I guess to put it in a topic that everybody can relate to in some sense is losing weight. Because mm. losing weight, people can... Very simply put it, like, just walk 10 minutes a day. Just be active, eat right, whatever. Mm -hmm. But we all know that there's a lot more that goes into not only losing weight, but maintaining that Mm -hmm. lost weight, in a sense. Mm -hmm. And there's calories, there's supplements. I I don't want to go into the whole thing, but you know what I mean. Like, there's way more than just brushing it off as in... Just eat right and exercise. Mm-hmm. There's way more things. And I think that the important thing here is, yeah, like people could say, well, you're doing this podcast and you're giving everybody the information. So then why are you a coach? Or how can you help me individually? Mm-hmm. And like you said, like um, a topic that everybody can relate to, losing weight, right? And I know that there's certain things that work for me that don't work for somebody else, mm-hmm. right? Like... You have to get to know your body and yourself to know what it requires to lose weight. Mm-hmm. So when you're in a session with somebody, you get to know that person mm-hmm. and you get to know what works mm-hmm. and what not in your relationship, right? So that like that's why I kind of wanted to talk about that just a little bit, like why... Is it so important to have someone like you, a relationship coach, mm-hmm. or a coach for men, to help in people's relationships? Mm-hmm. Because everybody's story is different. <clears throat> I guess you can consider me kind of like the GPS, in a sense, mm-hmm. where... And this is something that I cover in one of my videos. Where 
in a marriage, and this is something that a lot of people don't talk about. A lot of people, a lot of people say like you need to have a vision for your future. You need to know where you want to be at financially, mm-hmm. or what kind of things you want to have, whatever. But they don't say you need a vision for your marriage too. Mm-hmm. How do how do you want your wife to look at you? How do you want your wife to speak to you? How do you want your wife to speak about you to others? How do you want your wife to see you? And every single aspect about the relationship. And learning to navigate the terrain that's going to take to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And that's what I meant about like, I'm in a sense kind of like a GPS. Where I can let you know like, hey, you're heading in the wrong direction. Here's the reroute. Yeah. Because that road is not perfect. You're going to mess up. I've messed up. I know that I will continue to mess up. But that's why even myself seek counsel in other people i'm not claiming to have the answers i'm just letting people know like hey this this is a road that you're heading in Mm -hmm. i've already been through that road this is what i did and what i learned from and this is what i learned from other people who have Mm -hmm. been down this same road who maybe took a different route that you can apply in your marriage and your relationship to improve it yeah and I relate that to everything else because you can get a personal trainer for fitness and he can tell you do this, this, and this. You do it, it garners some results, but maybe this area you get stuck in because you plateau, you're not gaining weight, you're not losing weight, but you want to gain muscle, but you're not. Mm -hmm. So we have to go back, okay, what's going on? And one point that I wanted to make that you mentioned um, was it doesn't matter in what area in life you want to improve. It literally always comes down to improving yourself first. Mm-hmm. And we see it everywhere, right? A funny example we see it is in, in dog training, where we're Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer. <laughs> we always, like, the purpose, the human is always like the dog needs to be mm-hmm. fixed, right? It's always the dog's fault. Yeah. The dog needs to stop barking. The dog needs to stop doing this. It's never, what can I do? To what improve am I my doing dog's, wrong? yeah. What am I doing wrong? What can I do to help my dog stop barking? Mm-hmm. And that's that's a big nugget for you, for everyone out there, men or women. In relationship, is whenever you see an issue, and you're blaming your spouse, like, oh, they need to stop doing that. Always reflect back on yourself. Okay, what can I do mm-hmm. to help them fix that issue? Because if it's an issue that bothers you, where you feel like it could be something that can make, I don't know how to describe it, that can like injure your relationship in a sense, then you need to address it. However, not in the sense where my wife needs to fix this, my, fu- my husband needs to fix this, in order for this to work is, okay, what can, what can I do? How can I lead that part? What do I need to communicate to my partner? How can I communicate it? So that our relationship can flourish. Can you give an example of like something that you felt in our personal relationship that like we needed to switch Mm -hmm. where you were like, you had to tell me. I guess to get really personal. (laughs) Uh Oh, (laughs) And pretty deep is our sex life. Mm. 
Not that it's that. not that it's ever been bad, but because it's part of marriage and it's part of growing a marriage. And that's where we truly are giving all of each other to each other. It's always been a very important part for me. Mm-hmm. And I know it is for you too, but that's where like past traumas and mm-hmm. and all those things come into play and block it or can block it. And I know that every time that, I mean, I've always, you, you already know that I always had the mindset of, okay, what can I do? Mm-hmm. Right. So whenever I notice like, okay, why is my wife being distant? Why is this going on in her sex life? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Instead of saying like, hey, baby, you need to fix that because I'm not attracted to you or whatever. I'm always thinking, okay, what can I do? Yeah. And I come to ask you like, hey, how do you feel? How's your love tank? Is your love tank full? And you took it as in, okay, what does he want? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Which was never my intention. Yeah. Even though, in a sense, I did want a certain outcome to come from that. Yeah. But I left it open like, okay, what can I do? Tell me what to do, babe, so that we can get here. Mm-hmm. For the both of us, not just for me. Yeah. Because, um, and this is a common complaint from men when it comes to sex in their sex life is that I don't want to have to force my wife to do something that I want her to do because now it just feels like she's doing me a favor and she's not really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know that I will. And this is a common for men too, where they want to feel wanted and mm-hmm. desired. Right. And I've told you that time and time again. Yeah. And I never wanted it to be something where you feel forced to do that because then that takes that the whole concept of wanted and desired away. Mm-hmm. Wanted and desired meaning like you want me without me having to tell you that mm-hmm. I want you to want me. Yeah. Right? Which that doesn't mean don't communicate how you want to feel wanted. It means like communicate how you want to feel wanted and desired and then let your partner do the thing. Don't nag them or complain to them like, hey, you, you haven't done this, you haven't done that. Mm-hmm. Let your partner show you that, like, okay, you, that they do want you, that they do desire you. And because you communicated how you feel that way, they'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, because we had a lot of conversations about that. Yeah. And I think your reaction to when I brought those things up of like, hey, how's your love tank? fell back into past relationships mm-hmm. where you felt that whenever someone gave you something you wanted something in return yeah so, yeah, so when, i'd get defensive yeah so when i was in a sense trying to give you something right because if you would have told me look well my love tank is at a seven or an eight or whatever then i would have asked you okay well we'll make it a 10 so that i can give it to you mm-hmm. you would think like okay you probably want something in return yeah, so then I felt like, okay, now I have to ask Kim what is mm-hmm. his. What do I need to do? Mm-hmm. Which is okay, right? <laughs> That's part of communication. Mm-hmm. But when, again, if we're lining it up as a competition of, okay, well, your love tank is in full. 
that means that I haven't done something and then ego and pride get in the way and yeah like it in a sense it could go both like two ways two negative ways mm-hmm. where um cuz I went through both of them where mm-hmm. I was like okay what does he want from me or it could go into like okay I got to do better mm-hmm. than him right and it's not about that like it's not about neither it's about being able to go there together. Mm-hmm. It's like what what we always say, like being curious enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you got to understand that like you're not perfect and he's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Like you're not perfect, I'm not perfect. So if you're willing to, you know, go ahead and, and be curious and be like, okay, what do you need? What do you like? What do you want? How how can I make you feel more des- desired or whatnot? Then you gotta understand that you're not doing something either. Mm-hmm. And, Which is okay. Yeah, and like like you said, like because of past traumas, until I learned to heal from them, mm-hmm. I was able to receive that better. Because when I didn't, when I was still you know traumatized in a sense. I was defensive. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, he wants something from me. Because in past relationships, somebody always wanted something from me. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I'm going to do this so that you can do that. Mm-hmm. Or the other the other way. So, until I learned to heal from that, then I was able to receive that better. Mm-hmm. When you would tell me. Yeah, because... The thing about cur- being curious. Wait, and oh, guess sorry. who helped me heal from that? Me. Him. <laughs> anyway, sorry. The thing up here about curiosity is that when you're curious about something, you search for the answer that you're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. And you reach understanding. Which, if you run into the scenario where The scenario that we went through, right? When you look to understand your your partner as to look, okay, why? If they're missing something from me, why is that? Mm -hmm. And how can I help my partner? Is it truly a need? Is it just a want? Is it something that's Mm -hmm. temporary? And looking out for those patterns too. Because that's something that I feel like I've been good at. Yeah. In our relationship. To notice the patterns like, okay, like, once, okay, take a mental note of it, twice, okay, three times, okay, well, obviously there's something going on. Mm-hmm. Let's have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, people got to keep in mind that it took a lot of conversations about it. <laughs> a lot. Like, like, I know that we constantly had to have a conversation about it. And a lot of the times, because I wasn't ready, I dreaded it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, here we go again. Or, like, I even thought, like, okay, like, it's never enough. Mm-hmm. Like, he's never satisfied. Mm-hmm. Right? But because I wasn't ready. Because traumas and all of that i was going through a healing process mm-hmm. so 
people gotta understand like it's not just gonna be one conversation it's gonna be a lot of long they never stop conversations and you gotta remember to be patient and stay calm curious be curious and understanding and um remember that you're a team no you always say that babe we're a team it's you and i against the problem and like you said it so much that later on i was like okay okay it's him and i against the problem it's him and i against the problem because yeah like immediately i'll get defensive or i'd be annoyed or i'd be like oh my gosh here we go again mm-hmm. right and now like if we do have the conversation it kind of it's kind of exciting because mm-hmm. i'm like oh my gosh we're gonna hit another level of our intimacy because like like you said you never want to force the other person to have to have sex with you mm-hmm. right like it's not like oh you want to have sex and like okay fine but you want to make love mm-hmm. and that's just like it's different mm-hmm. than just getting it in and out it is it is different like way different yeah because you know at least for me quickies don't do it yeah yeah i know and i think a lot of men feel that way not very quick (laughs) are you blushing i know a lot of men feel that way it's true i know okay (laughs) um but i know a lot of men feel that quickies are not enough mm-hmm. but maybe they feel like oh if that's what i'm gonna i'm gonna get then i guess i have to accept mm-hmm. it in a sense yeah so they just take what they can get mm-hmm. but to me quickies just fulfill the animalistic side of us mm-hmm. where it's just like okay well this is no different than masturbating mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> It just so happens to be with my significant other. But that's why, specifically in this one, both partners have to put in their effort to truly connect with their partner. Yeah. And that's what I mean, like, quickies don't do it for me. Because if the man is the one with a higher libido and all that stuff and the woman is not... Excuse me. Then, in a sense, the woman compromises her body for the satisfaction of the husband, mm-hmm. but she's reluctant to. Right? Mm-hmm. But she just does it like, okay, he loves, I love him. He loves me. He needs to be satisfied right now. So let's mm-hmm. just go ahead and get it over with. Yeah, get it over with. Long term, you're gonna feel disconnected, and you know that that sex life is going to be non-existent mm-hmm. but this is why both partners need to be intentional yeah specifically in this area of the relationship to work on each other to improve the sex life mm-hmm. which is very uncomfortable <laughs> yeah but see like because we've had those conversations and we've improved it like i know that before when you would be all over me like oh like 
you know, mm-hmm. all flirty and stuff, like, I'd be like, oh my gosh. Yeah, like a lot of women are now. Yeah. And now that you do that, like, I receive it. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, please kiss me, touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Make out with me in the corner before a child comes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, yeah. before it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I lying? No. No, like, I was like... I'll just stand there. Mm-hmm. But now when you approach me, I'm like, yes, please touch me. <laughs> Kiss me. Which I know like, okay, like right now we can't do anything, but mm-hmm. I'm still, it's still like, just like those seconds of feeling wanted by you. Yeah. Cause now, now you, because you've done the internal work, you were able to process those things in a much more positive way. Because mm-hmm. again, before it was because of your past relationships with men that got in the way of being able to receive that love from me. Mm-hmm. And this is something I see often in videos <laughs> where the the husband is like the touchy one and the, the woman isn't. Where... Again, going back to being intentional to work on yourself so that you can be able to be open to receive that touch from your husband yeah like it's so important to to do the work Mm -hmm. i didn't think so until you but (laughs) it's always until me (laughs) it is like my whole life has been you not my whole life but our relationship but i'm saying like it's so important because we as women, we deserve that. We deserve to be able to feel that from our husbands, yeah. from our partner. Like, we do. And if you don't do the work, then you don't feel like you do. And you also don't become satisfied. Mm-hmm. To you, like, to us women who haven't done the work, sex feels like a chore. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, oh, I'm so tired. Like, I've noticed that in myself that I used to be that woman. I used to be like, oh, like not today. I'm too tired. Mm-hmm. But Have now, a huh? Have a headache. Yeah. <laughs> Pretend headaches. <laughs> but now, like, even the times that I'm so tired, I'm like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I want to feel that from my husband. Mm-hmm. Like, I crave it. Mm-hmm. I crave when like you kiss me or you know we spoon or whatever <laughs> like I crave it it's it's not any more of like a chore if we're gonna be intimate it's like I don't know how to explain it yeah I mean that that's what I meant about like because you did the internal work mm-hmm. and you're able to process those events in a more positive sense mm-hmm and what I mean by a positive sense, it's, it's not in the sense of like, oh, here's another guy looking to touch me to get this out of me. Mm-hmm. Now you're able to say like, no, this is just, not, this is not another guy. Mm-hmm. This is my husband. He loves me. He's not those men. And he's shown me again and again. And I love him back. This is the man that I want to touch me. Mm-hmm. Right? 
where a lot of why are you in my head (laughs) (laughs) where a lot of men and women are stuck into oh this is how women were this is how women are this is how men are whatever yeah they're stuck in that like again like from the last episode because we're raised by society and their expectations society told us men only want you for sex Mm -hmm. so we're raised thinking men only want me for that Mm -hmm. so when you're having sex all you're thinking is like he only wants me for this Mm -hmm. so you're not able to enjoy it you're not able to be present because i i know for a long time i wasn't present i was you know like women's i mean they say that women's brain is like spaghetti Mm -hmm. they're always thinking about everything right and that's how my brain was when we were making love Mm -hmm. like I was thinking about other stuff. Now, we could have like a whole list of to-do things, but when we're in the moment, all I think about is you hmm. and how you make me feel. Mm-hmm. And Good thing the camera is not under this table. <laughs> <gasps> Keep talking, baby. I don't even know what to say. See Today's what? date night, too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. Um, what was I saying? I don't know. <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know what I was saying. But <laughs> look what you did. What happened? What were we talking about? People help me out. So we need a crowd. <laughs> so we can be reminded. Reminded? <laughs> Aslan, what were we talking about? Um, I think you were talking about... Like now you crave it. Like now, like... Um, if things are around that need to be done, you... Oh, like, yeah, you that I'm present it. in the moment. Like... Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about everything else that needs to be done or like the kids are going to wake up or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I'm, all I'm thinking at the moment is how you make me feel mm-hmm. and you, just you and us and mm-hmm. how, like, what we're doing and what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what, like, it's going back to curiosity is big thing about relationship because you become one you need to be curious about you and your spouse so no matter how uncomfortable it may be because it wasn't until you became curious as to like okay why can't i do that why can't i just be present why can't i just think about my husband and it didn't just it didn't come from me it came from you what do you mean because you noticed it see and like this is something that that men need to understand like if you want to lead your wife you're gonna have to be different Mm -hmm. right like you're gonna have to be able to be man enough to have the conversation with her or to be able to ask her questions and and kind of like understand Mm -hmm. and again this is why i think like you're able to help so many men because not all men are like you Mm. but 
I love that you're using, you know, what you have to be able to help others. Mm -hmm. They just got to be willing to take that step to be helped. But you, you would be like, well, you would ask questions. And you would be curious, right? So once you started doing that, I started being curious about myself. And getting to know myself and being like, okay, like, why don't, why do I feel this way? Why mm -hmm. do I, why did I just react that way? Why did this happen? Which is what you taught me. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, it just step by step by step by step, a lot of work that I had to do. Mm -hmm. So this is why you're here. To help those men do the same thing. So that if you guys want to, you know, be desired and you want your wife to be present in the bedroom, <laughs> here's a guy to help you. <laughs> and submit. Because there's a lot of things that guys want for their wife to submit. What does that mean? Because then you're going to have the guys be like, yo, like, I want her to do whatever I want and. You know, like, people see submission as something mm. different. The way that I see it, submit to your leadership. Because you earned it. Yeah. Not because you're the man. Mm -hmm. I always tell people, like, the crown is earned, it's not given. The role of a husband is earned, not given. Mm -hmm. constantly it's not just like oh i'm husband now because legally we got married you do what i say yeah mm -hmm. like no it's you earn it daily and because you earn it daily your spouse can delegate that trust into you and because she knows that you have not only your own best interest, but her best interest in mind and that you're actually leading leading the relationship as if you were one person or mm -hmm. became one because you, you are. She's able to trust and submit in a yeah. sense. But again, it's earned. It's not just given. Yeah, because... Like, you more than anybody had to earn that trust. Yeah. Because you were 19, you know, you were not a dad already. And so you had to earn it, like, very well. <laughs> right? Because, yeah. like, I mean, even, like, when we were together in the bedroom, like, you had to earn that trust yeah. because of my traumas, because of what I went through as a child. Yeah, to make you feel safe. Yeah, because if you didn't, then mm -hmm. you would just have a blob doll, yeah. per se. Right? Because I wouldn't be present. You would do everything. I'd just be there. Right? So it wouldn't be like lovemaking. It would just be like, you have a blob doll and... 
Yeah, in a sense, you never want your wife to submit out of fear. Mm-hmm. Or out of need, mm-hmm. in a sense. You want her to willingly choose to submit. And, like, it hasn't even been that long where you've noticed, oh, wow, you're being more trusting. Hmm. Like, you're being more submissive because you've told me. Yeah. Right? But for many years, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And this is why you're able to talk about this and you're we're able to, you know, tell people about it and what tools you should use. and Because, like... The tools that you've learned, that you've taught me, we continue to use them. Yeah. Almost every day. It's not like, okay, well, you do this and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, we go through challenges all the time. But because we have the tools, we're able to get past them. Mm-hmm. And actually grow closer to each other. Mm-hmm. And know that, like, okay, it's you and I together. Mm-hmm. It's not you by yourself. It's not me by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not roommates. <laughs> Which I think a lot of couples live like that now. Like roommates? Yeah, like, their relationship is like a roommate relationship. Mm. Like, oh, I'm going to let you in, but not too much. Right? Like, okay, we live together. We coexist. And I hate you so much, but I love you too. <laughs> no like i think that's how a lot of relationships are now i mean i never had a roommate so i can't i have but... <laughs> so you have more say in that than i do like i have had those type of relationships and i've had roommates mm-hmm. and that's how it feels like when you're in a relationship with a significant other that you're not able to trust or be safe with or you know, do all these things you're talking about, it feels like you're just with a roommate. Mm-hmm. You know? And that it's not it's not a good thing. It's not. If you're not able to even fight, like, if you're not able to fight about something, but be able to calm down and understand each other and get to a better place after then it's not a healthy relationship. Right? Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying like, okay, let's not talk about it anymore and just leave. Mm-hmm. No, that's not getting through it. That's just trying to not get through it. It's like fighting, calming down, talking about it, understanding each other, get in a better place, make love. Have makeup sex. Which we had a lot of. Because <laughs> again, we're not here just like talking out of our butt. We've gone through all of it. Yeah, we've gone through so many obstacles that a lot of people would have broken up over. Mm-hmm. Or like not just broken up, but even detached from each other or not gotten stronger. It's... It's it's ugly. Mm-hmm. It's ugly to think that marriages are going through things and not fighting through. You know, it's not. 
like people think like oh like well we've been you know together for two years and he does this that I don't like so I'm out mm-hmm. like well I think the average is five that marriage lasts really? like at the five year mark that's where like uh, I'm starting to notice things that I don't like I don't like yeah so I'm just gonna go ahead and bounce I mean, I'm sure you noticed things from me that you didn't like at five years. I mean, I think what we we went, what people go through in five years, we went through in the first <laughs> two. <laughs> I don't think so, because even like three years ago, we went through pretty strong things. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like we handle, or me, when I say we, it's me, but we're one so (laughs) like I don't feel like I handled it good Mm -hmm. but we weren't gonna give up because I showed you that I was like we're really in this together yeah meaning that like hey you can't run away either (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah like I don't know I don't know you just um it's not that you don't you don't just don't give up but you are willing to talk about it hmm. and not just you know tell me like you're doing this wrong this wrong but saying like hey like this is what i'm doing wrong or this is what i feel like what can i do better like you hmm. said at the beginning like what can i do better yeah it again because you're one, you need to be able to tell each other your version of the story and what's going through your head. Mm-hmm. And the other partner l- look to understand what's going on. Yeah. Like, always remember, don't get defensive. You're in it together. You're doing it together. And that's what I was trying to say. Like, you know... <laughs> We've had so many conversations where you've told me, you know what, this is how I feel, this is what you're making me feel, this is what's going on, I don't like it, this is what's happening. And then I take it in, and then I tell you what I feel. Mm-hmm. Right? And we kind of like come together, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Instead of you telling me, oh, like, you're doing this, you're not doing that, this and that. You need to change or me telling you like you need to change or I'm going to leave or, you know, I'm tired of this. I can't deal with it anymore. You you always do it. And then getting so frustrated that we go our separate ways. Because mm-hmm. that used to happen a lot. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, OK, like I hear you. All right. like This is how you're feeling. OK, I'm going to tell you how I'm feeling. But calm down. Coming from a girl who has a very strong personality, always speaks her mind, very bold, very blunt, right? Yep. Could be very hurtful. And that's why I tell people, like, hey, if I do something, let me know. Because mm-hmm. it's not like I'm not trying to hurt you, I just care. Mm hmm. Yeah, because you, like, you're two different people with very different pasts. Yeah. And you both have interpreted that past a certain way. 
Or you could have similar past, but like you said, interpret different way. Mm-hmm. It affected you a different way than it affected me. Like you, you know, you coming from a broken home, me coming from a broken home. Mm-hmm. Right. But it affected you very differently than it affected me. Mm-hmm. Right. So things like that. Yeah. You need to be able to, to work it out for the sake, not only for yourself, but for your relationship. Because mm-hmm. that's truly what it boils down to. How how your your relationship is doing is a reflection of how, of how you're doing internally. Yeah. Because you really have to... You really have to look in the mirror and tell yourself, okay, what... How am I doing? Like, the external world is going to tell you certain things that you need to work on. But instead of pointing fingers, oh, I just need to fix this and fix that to fix that part of my life. Mm-hmm. You have to dig deep and see what's going through. Like, the core of it is you. You're the common denominator in every single area of your life that you're in. Mm-hmm. Your job, your career, how much money you make, where you live, the type of spouse, your kids, the type of friends you hang out with. If multiple areas of your life are not going well, the common denominator is you. And you need to be able to see that, accept it, look in the mirror and tell yourself, okay, how can I improve to improve these areas in my life, no matter how, no matter how uncomfortable they may be? Because mm-hmm. if it's with your friends, you might have to give up your friends. If it's your job, you might have to find a better job. Yeah. And how can you improve as a person to get a better job or make better friends? What needs to be, I don't want to say fixed, but what needs to be addressed internally so that my external world can be better. Mm-hmm. And that's how I tend to mentor men when it comes to improving their relationships. I let them know like you, you need to be better, dude. Yes, she's the one that has whatever emotional issues mm-hmm. traumas and all these things and that's 90 like one thing that i always tell people is yeah the issue might be 99 percent your wife's fault that she needs to address but that one percent is 100 percent your responsibility and that falls on you mm-hmm. and that's what you need to focus on is how can you make that one percent be so impactful that 99 percent of the problem goes away yeah because that's what you do. Yeah. Because I could have told you, like, hey, I'm done with... I could have been like, you know what? I'm not like those other guys in your past. So you need to stop treating me like them. If not, we're through. Like, I could have said that and be very selfish and done that. But no, I was like, okay, how can I help my wife deal with it? Are you about to cry? No. Oh, it's just your eye. I think your context. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it did... Because you... Like, see, like, you did start by saying, like... Because a lot of the times... We tend to... Compare. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you would tell me, like... Hey, like, don't compare me to your past relationships. I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, but you were never like, oh, like, you need to stop comparing me. Like, you never got defensive. 
that's the thing like you never got defensive you mm-hmm. were never like you need to stop i'm not like that if you don't you know like you said like you could have easily said that mm-hmm. but you didn't you proved yourself that you were not like the other men mm-hmm. right and that you were here for the right reasons so just i was gonna say like this is why it's so important for men to start stepping up and taking care of themselves better mentally being stronger because the only way you're going to have a better relationship is if you are able to lead that household because if like you could have a great marriage but it could possibly be because you also are a wife pleaser mm. and they call it a, a great marriage yeah and they're like oh well yeah we have a great marriage well because you're mm-hmm. trying to please your wife all the time but that's not what she needs your household doesn't need that because you don't like do everything i say like you know what i mean like it's never like that mm-hmm. like a lot of people think that you're like whooped i'm simp <laughs> you're a simp but you're not like like you're not and i think that's another thing that's allowed me to trust you that mm. you're not just willing to do whatever i want and say to make me happy mm-hmm. yeah i made a video the other day that we believe in happy spells happy house not happy wife happy life because mm-hmm. we used to say happy wife happy life but we know that that doesn't work mm-hmm. or not long term because your wife can be happy but you're not right and because you became one if one spouse isn't happy then the relationship overall isn't happy yeah this one was a good one <laughs> Oh, indeed. We got personal on this one. Really personal. But we do it for you guys, again. Because we want to set the example and show you guys that we've been through the struggles that you may be going through. And we found a a way out of it into a better part of our relationship. And we want to show you guys that, hey, it's possible. Don't don't give up. Mm -hmm. Marriage is... Marriage is, to us, the most important thing in our life. Yeah. Our marriage, our relationship. Yeah, and just remember that every relationship is different. Seek help. And if you do want a better marriage, I mean, he's right there. (laughs) But that's it for this podcast. We'll see you on the next one.